Save the Semantics, episode 217. It is June 28th, 2023. My name is Myro. This is the podcast where I ramble on for a bit about some shit. Um, I am back from my vacation, my short little trip. Uh, I went to, I went out to Texas to visit a friend with another friend and it was, uh, it was a good time. It was a good time. I probably won't be going back there anytime soon, but, uh, I feel like I got the most out of it i uh i had some good food i saw some nice sights i i explored some some interesting locations and places and learned some history and some culture and it was it was yeah overall overall it was a it was a good time and i think i got uh the most that i wanted out of that trip um and now i'm back uh it's gonna be it's gonna be a shorter week for me this week Shorter work week because of that. Um, it's also going to be a short week next week, and the week after that, I've got I've got um, I've got a nice little summer, man. Uh, at least the the month of July is going to be uh, pretty pretty nice, I would say. Um, we got Fourth of July coming up, and then I got another trip, short trip, um, for the next week, um, following week after that one. So yeah, it's going to be nice. Although I I wish. <laughs> Ideally, I would have wanted to have the Monday before the 4th off. Unfortunately, I don't have that, unless I wanted to take some more PTO, but it's just not, nah, not really, not really in the, not really in the books there, so, um, I'm just gonna be, uh, I'm just gonna be taking the Tuesday off for, for Independence Day. I don't know if I have anything planned for that day, it's probably gonna be pretty quiet, which is fine by me, but, um, yeah, I think July is gonna be... July's gonna be nice. I'm, I'm looking forward to next month. I have some cool things lined up, so um, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, while I was on my trip, some things happened in the NBA world uh, that I want to talk about. Some big things. Um, and by the by the time I post this, uh, I'm gonna probably I'm gonna try to do a two piece, two parter again uh, this time around because uh, I want to record again this weekend. Um, but the Golden State Warriors have traded Jordan Poole along with some other pieces like Patrick, Patrick Baldwin Jr. and I think like a second rounder or something to the Washington Wizards for Chris Paul. Chris Paul is on the Warriors, which is still crazy to think about. It's it's not going to register to me until I see him on the court with a Warriors fucking jersey. Uh, it, it's wild, man. It's It's crazy. Of course, he's not the same player as he was, you know, a few years back. Uh, but it's still Chris Paul. Like, it's just kind of crazy. He's, he's obviously on the tail end uh, of his career. And this is, you know, kind of might be sort of his, you know, last few season. Who knows? Uh, but we got Chris Paul, man. And that's pretty fucking crazy to me. Uh, one, because I I, <laughs> I don't know if I've talked about it before, but I, I've talked, maybe I've broke Maybe I've briefly mentioned it in the past, but I, I am not a fan of Chris Paul. <laughs> I don't like the way how the way he plays. Uh, I've seen, you know, back when it was Lob City with the Clippers. Oh man, I very much dislike that team, and that's just kind of carried over throughout the years. So um, it is a it is a very uh, interesting place that we're at, and I also have uh, sort of conflicting thoughts for sure. Um, I, I don't, I don't know 
what next year is going to really look like. It's it's very much it very much seems like we're kind of in now we're really focusing on a win now um, position, which you know makes sense. Like if we're able to get you know if we're able to go for one more, two more, right? I guess it makes sense to kind of go in for that. Um, but I just I just am you know uncertain about the roster construction and everything like that. Of course, things were going to be changed. And I anticipated that changes were going to be made, some big changes. Um, but I'm still, you know, I'm still, again, uncertain of what, of how things are going to look next season with Chris Paul in the lineup, right? I'm assuming that he's going to come off the bench. It makes the most sense. I know there was this report that was talking about having Chris Paul in the starting lineup. That does not make any sense to me. And I am no... I am no basketball expert. I am not an analyst by any means, but I'm just I'm look at that that starting lineup: Chris Paul, Steph, Clay. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else would be in that? Uh, Draymond. Let me see: Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Kevon Looney. Maybe. I just I don't. It just it doesn't work. It doesn't work. You know what I mean? I don't know. We'll see. Um, if, like, the other team also had an extremely small ball lineup, I could see that happening. But it, th- in this case, I just don't. I just don't see it working out, bro. We'll see, man. We'll see, though. I'm, I'm, I am I am neither optimistic nor am I pessimistic. I am simply going to witness the next season as it is <laughs> with we are going to be seeing a Warriors team with Chris Paul and I am really trying to go in without any expectations so really there's no changes from my perspective from that point of view but uh crazy shit dude crazy shit um I talked about <laughs> I talked about how I, I was sort of wanting Poole to make a bit of a bounce back going into next year. It seems like they just are not willing to invest in that, which I understand due to his uh, very inconsistent season and very under um, underachieving playoff performances. Uh it, but it, it's just crazy to me how much one year or one season can change the perception that you have of a player, right? You know, I I, I think I said this, but he pool overachieved last year when we won the championship. And so it was sort of like the, you know, the front office was like, oh, yeah, let's let's make sure that he is rewarded for that. And but it doesn't seem that you know he was able to kind of live up to those same ex- to the to new expectations that he kind of uh, set up for himself in that sense but also i would argue that the front office set up you know what i mean um by overpaying him so i think that that was that was kind of detrimental to him and the team as well and of course there was the whole you know Draymond punching Jordan Poole I think that whole that event completely just 
it would just completely remained as like this stain, this kind of residual kind of issue that just completely lingered across the the entire season. I feel, you know what I mean. I don't think that issue was really resolved, um, and so you know that just resulted in I think just all of these things I think resulted in him getting traded. Um, of course, I, I think the biggest factor was his performance uh, for sure, but. You know, I'm sure there were some other factors to take into account too. It's just really unfortunate. I really wish that it worked out for him. Um, I think it would have been cool to see him be a potential piece of the Warriors' future after Curry. But you know, Curry has so many. I still, you know, I I envision that he still has many years to go. Um, right? Like he weighs thirty, thirty-five, thirty-six now. Uh, or going into 36, I, th- you know, he's, he still can play. So he has like at least three, four more years left in him, at least until like, you know, 40 is when I'm imagining that he's going to retire. So four years of time, four years of Curry, it's his team. Uh, it is a little hard to envision there being, you know, a younger kind of star taking his place. And it's hard to fill those shoes in. Um, I would say impossible to fill those shoes in set by Curry. Um, so that whole two timeline thing that people were talking about last year in regards to, you know, the, the Warriors being able to kind of leverage being a championship contender while also developing their younger players, right? It, it, It really, I kind of don't really see that happening very often, um, I can't even really think of like a situation where that was really, that's been the case. You know what I mean? The only one that I can kind of vaguely see it being the case where you had a championship contender also kind of developing a younger star was with the Spurs back in like 2014, right? When Kawhi got his, you know, finals MVP. But that didn't really, that didn't really work out over time. Because, you know, one, they were able to win that championship. Uh, but, like, you, you never really saw Kawhi get to that same level again until, like, 2019 when, when the Raptors won their championship. But um, it wasn't with the Spurs, right? They, they, they were able to develop internally to some extent, but it just never panned out because he was injured and it just didn't... The, the, um, it just didn't really work out for them. Um, so it's it's kind of, uh, you know, maybe some, I'm sure someone else, some analyst or someone out there who's, you know, diligently and, you know, has very much watched the NBA historically, maybe has some accounts of where you have this kind of aging superstar uh, and you have kind of this budding star, um that is coming in to replace them in that, but it's just, it, it doesn't, I don't think that's the case where that always happens. You know what I mean? Um, I guess you could, I guess you can go back Spurs, Spurs example, right? David Robinson and then Tim Duncan. Right. So I guess like the only, <laughs> the only examples that I can think of are, are with the Spurs and, and then every other case, it's just not really, um, it's just not really the case where they're able to do that. Um, have someone kind of be a you know have someone even be better than the current uh current star of the team 
current championship, right? Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's just sort of difficult to, to replicate. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, I am, I am, I am disappointed, um, that we weren't able to make Jordan Poole work, but as the more that I think about it, it also makes sense that it, it wouldn't really work out considering his position and, you know, the team's current position and what they're really striving for. I mean, what they're striving for, they're really, you know, they're going for more championships. I, I just don't know how viable that is in the near future. Um, just because of like you know, it's it's gonna be the run we had in 2020, uh, 2022 was really incredible. It just it just everything just kind of lined up. Everything really fit together perfectly. Um, but it's it's not always going to be that case, right? Um, and I think that for Pool, it it's for his career and shit. It most likely would be a good idea for him to be in a position where he can you know where there where there's not really pressure for him to perform to a certain level right the the wizards now are pretty much in complete like you know tank mode and and complete rebuild mode uh so i think it it really is like kind of the good fit for him and i i I very much wish him the best of success because I do like him a lot. I think he's he's a fun player to watch. Like when he's hot, he's he's great. Um, it's just the fact that when they're in positions where they need to win, they're in like clutch. You know, last two minutes, he he jacks up shots that aren't always the most <laughs> advisable uh, because he f- is confident and that he can make those shots. And you know, sometimes he can, but most of the time. At least in the case of last year, I, I felt that he missed a lot of those shots in crucial times. So, um, I th- it, yeah, I, I understand the position of the team and management of wanting to move forward. Um, but I just, uh, I just wish the best for him, and it will be interested. It will be interesting to see him how he performs in Washington. I, I really, you know, I don't know. I think there are no expectations for that team. They're, they've just completely, you know, they, they really just blew it up after trading both Porzingis, Porzingis and Beal. So I think um, it's possible that Kuzma also gets traded. Uh, is, I don't know if he's a free agent. He might be a free agent. So um, I guess we'll keep an eye out for that as well. So, yeah, that's that was kind of the big news. Uh, you know, some other shit has happened. Uh but that's like the most important <laughs> that's happened in, in the world of the, uh, the NBA and everything like that. Um, yeah, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, keeping a bit of a closer to closer attention to that as well. Uh, but yeah, I think that's really, that's really the case. Uh, looking at the, uh, NBA currently, um, a lot of moving pieces right now. I know the draft also just happened. Uh, nothing too surprising there. Uh, you know, when Bayama won one, I think it was uh, Brandon Miller that went to the Charlotte, and then Scoot Henderson went three uh, to the to the Trailblazers. So um, those were the ones that I was really paying attention to. Those are the ones I really I, oh, I really knew about. So um, nothing too surprising on that end there. Um, but yeah, that's kind of really it for for the NBA front. Um, I haven't really been playing too much 
tears since I got back. I got in a play session yesterday. I I'm kind of like main main thing that I want to do is I want to fill out the rest of the map and also get a few more pieces of gear, uh, some treasure in the depths um, that I would like to fill out a certain set of uh, armor. Um, and that, but other than that, I've, I've kind of been looking at like the side quests and like the side adventure stuff. Um, I want to finish all of the shrines and I think that might be everything that I want to do. I, one of, one of my post game goals is to create like a mech sort of thing, a mech or a Gundam. So that would be something I'll do after I beat the game. Um, but in terms of things that I want to do before I finish up the main story, I think, I think I, I sort of have things set. I know there are some side stories that might need that maybe I want to see through, but I think for now I'm pretty satisfied with how things currently are. Of course, there are some loose ends with some things, but, um... And I'm sure there's there's probably a bunch of quests that I'm missing, but in terms of what I kind of want out of Tears of the Kingdom and kind of the main you know meat of the game, I think I've gotten I think I've gotten a lot out of it, um, and I'm really looking forward to completing the main story. I think it's I think we're we're nearing time for that, um, so I don't know if I'll do it this week. I'm at that point. I'm now I'm really at that point where I'm like holding off on doing that just because I don't want to beat the game. Um but I feel it kind of coming. I feel it I feel that I've done a lot and I feel like I've done the most that I've really wanted to do. Um so yeah, it, it's really just kind of come down to finishing finishing up filling the map out. Um finishing up the shrines. Uh, I really want to do all of the shrines. And that could be like a post-game thing too. Um, but I'm going to try to do that um, before I beat the main story as well. Uh, but yeah, probably in the next... I mean, I've been saying this for a minute now, but probably in the next couple of weeks, um, I'm going to be probably beating, beating Tears of the Kingdom, which is kind of crazy to say. Um... It's been, I guess, a little over... It's been... I mean, it's been more than a month since the game came out. Since the game came out, but... Um, yeah. This anticipation. Five, six years of waiting. Um, and then, you know, we're through, we're through with the game. It's, it's, it's been a... You know, it's been an incredible experience, for sure. Um, I don't know what else there is to really say about that. I'm trying to think. Give me just a moment to think about those kinds of things. Um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been a wonderful journey. It's been a great gaming experience. Um, you know, once I finish the game, I will provide my full thoughts on how I feel about the game. You know, of course, uh, it's unavoidable, but comparisons to Breath of the Wild and how I feel about that game. Um, but, uh, it's, it's been a, it's been a wonderful journey. <laughs> it's been a great gaming experience it's definitely been one of my favorite gaming experiences that i've had in a in a minute 
for sure. Um, so that's nothing to, it's nothing to sneeze at or scoff at for sure. Uh, yeah, I've just thoroughly enjoyed my, my playthrough of it. Um, I will provide full thoughts after I complete the main story and maybe after I do some more extra side stuff after I finish the game. Um, I, I guess one more thing that I, I just want to briefly touch upon. Um, I started back, not started back up, but I started season six of Better Call Saul. I have been stalling that for the whole year and I'm finally here. I'm finally watching it. I'm going to get through the final season. I uh, just watched episode one last night and it was great. It was a great setup. Not a lot really happened in the episode. It was mostly a lot of, I was tense the whole fucking episode, dude. I was like, dude, I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. Like I, I anticipate some things are going to happen and I'm just like waiting for them to happen. It's like a horror movie, dude. Same thing with Breaking Bad. It was the same shit. Like, it was just like, I know I know something bad is going to happen. I, and I'm just, like, tense. I'm just, like, pissing myself, like, waiting for, for something to just, like, pop out, right? Like a jump scare, but in, in dramatic, you know, drawn-out television form. <laughs> um, instead of, like, a cheap jump scare. It's just, it's, it's tense, but it's good shit, dude. It's good TV. Oh, it's so good. It's only the first episode, but I I already feel it. There's just so much. There's just so much oozing out of it. The character, the cinematography. There's just ah, there's so much going on. It's a beautiful. It's beautiful. Um, I'm excited to see how they're gonna tie that into Breaking Bad. How it's gonna go beyond the ending of that show. Um, and just kind of wrapping it all up. I'm just, I'm very interested because I have no idea. I don't know how, how they do this. I don't know how they write these shows, but I, I'm just anticipating. I've only heard good things about the, you know, the, this final season. People are saying that it's better than Breaking Bad. We'll see about that. We'll see about that. All right, people relax. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I'm just, uh, I'm, enjo I'm enjoying the ride as it goes. Um, I just, it's just, there are characters where we know what's going to happen to them, but there's also some characters that we don't. And I am just, I'm like waiting, I'm holding my, you know, I'm just like holding myself, just waiting for something to happen to these all, to these other characters, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, going through that right now, um, I'll let you know how I feel, um, as I progress through, through the rest of the season, I'm probably maybe do like an episode or two every night. Um, you know, however, I have, however much I feel, but yeah, first episode of the last season has been, has been fantastic so far. Um, so yeah, I'll keep you posted on that. Anyways, um, next recording, I will try to shoot for this Sunday. Uh, so yeah, stay tuned. Why do I say stay tuned for that? It's just going to cut and then it's going to be me speaking like, you know, five days from now, four days from now, today's Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, five days from now. All right. So see you in five days. All right. It is now Sunday, July 2nd, 2023 recording this on a afternoon, a lovely afternoon. My goodness. Weather is perfect. 70 degree weather. You got a nice breeze going on. Oh, it's good. Um, I've had a really nice weekend so far. 
these last couple of days have been pretty pretty nice. Uh, I am caught up on Better Call Saul. Currently, or rather, this morning I finished off episode nine. Uh, so I have four episodes remaining. Um, this past episode was was excellent. It was it was it was it was incredible. Um, it was one of my favorite episodes this season and probably in the series as well i just felt like everything was just impeccable there were so many like really focused character moments you know each character got kind of their own um little piece i i feel their own little like scene i guess you could say um and it just continued to add depth to you know their personalities and shit like that just con- just continuing to build upon everything that they've done so far uh leading up to this point um and it was great man i, I can't wait to see the end of course i'm gonna be sad when it finishes uh but i'm i'm really i'm really excited to see how this wraps up because I'm, I'm really like we got a lot of major plot points you know cleared up um up to this point but you know kind of the main through line i'm i'm like i'm i'm looking forward to seeing how that how that finishes um and seeing how that seeing how that finishes and in general i'm just i'm just uh it's been you know this series has been one of my favorites that i've seen um really ever uh, i'm a, i'm a huge fan of better, uh, breaking bad uh but I don't know if I can claim this as like a better show. I don't know if I can do that, but it is up there for me. Um, I think it's just so well done. Just everything in terms of like the cinematography and the writing and everything is just so good. Um, so yeah, it's it's I've just it's there's been a lot. <laughs> it's been a lot that has happened this season for sure. Um, a lot, a lot of you know things that I. I you know, I, I sort of anticipated going into this season. I also was spoiled on one major one major aspect of it, which is disappointed but disappointing, but it didn't take away from my sort of reaction, my uh appreciation for that moment. Uh it sucks that I was spoiled, but here's the thing. I, I've been spoiled on a lot of major things in the past and that that has really that has taken away some uh, some element of surprise for me in terms of you know anticipating those moments and really i guess you know getting uh just sort of thrown thrown into it without any uh expectation but i still am able to appreciate those moments regardless if if i'm you know if i know what's going to happen so um I am, I am sensitive to spoilers. I've, I've talked about this before with you know games and shows and, and movies and shit. Um, but I think that I, f- I feel that I am able to handle it well enough, where I'm not so like if I'm spoiled on a certain thing, it doesn't really mean that I won't ever experience that medium on my own. You know what I mean? Like I won't, um, you know, go forward and try to 
watch the show or play the game. Like, it still is, like, motivates me. Like, if I've heard good enough things, I'm going to go forward and try it anyway. Um, well, it depends on my taste, really. <laughs> but a lot of the things that I've been heavily recommended, I would check out regardless, like, things that are up my alley. So, um, but I, 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 going back to, you know, Better Call Saul, I, I think that those moments were handled really well. It was just like, uh, I, I, you know, I saw those coming, but I think that they, they were done in a manner that I was able to, like, kind of, like, it, it tied into the rest of the storyline, the plot line, very well, and then I think all the other elements complemented it super well. The acting is, the acting for the season has been fucking incredible, dude. Like, it's, it's been one of, it's been some of the best acting that I've seen in anything, really, um, it's hard for me to, like, pinpoint, like, any exact moment, because, like, every scene and every episode, there's just, like, something going on, whether it's, like, you know, small details, small attention to details, small, like, body language shit, or just, you know, just incredible, just performances, it's, it's, everybody's just done such a good job, it's crazy, like, I'm just, they just feel like such lived-in, realized characters, and, I think it's really difficult to, um, yeah, it's really difficult to pinpoint exactly, like, oh, they, you know, Rhea Seahorn stole, stole the show, or, uh, you know, um, Tony Dalton stole the show as, you know, Lalo, or, you know, whatever, it's just, like, everybody just has so many moments throughout where it's, like, they, they've, they've just killed it, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, it's, uh, it's great. It's, it's, it's so, it's so well done. I know that I'm, like, kind of spewing. Um, I'll, I'll provide, again, I'll provide kind of a full series review. I don't know how much more I have left to say, um, because I don't think any, my, my views on the show in general are probably not going to change at all, really. Um, even after I finish it, I'll probably just provide, um, it's, it's going to be difficult to talk, spoilers without spoilers, but I think that there's just so many there's so many character moments and just character arcs that are just so well done the writing is incredible man it's it's crazy there's just it's just i don't i don't know how they do it man it's just uh if i ever <laughs> if i ever wanted to write something and if it was like maybe to like a smaller scale, I don't know, like a short story or something like that. I, I hope that I can kind of achieve, you know, moments where it's like, ooh, that was really well done. Where someone can kind of look at that and be, you know, appreciate it for being good writing and stuff. Because, um, yeah, it's just, it's good shit, man. Um, so yeah, that's that's kind of been the that's sort of the main thing that I really wanted to catch up on was Better Call Saul. Uh, I'll probably be continuing to watch it today, later today. Um, finish it today? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Today, definitely by this week. If I'm really really wanting to, then I could probably finish it by today though. Um, let's catch up on some NBA stuff because there's been a lot of shit that's been happening. Uh, so free agency has started officially. Um, so a lot of teams are making moves. I think that's going to be just continuing forward. Um, I think the big ones, I'm going to pull up. There was a pretty reliable list that a Redditor made of all of the, all of the trades, all of the signs, signings that have occurred so far. 
Um, so I'm gonna just note some of the bigger ones uh, that I took note of. So I think a big one was Fred Van Vliet getting that like was it 85 million three years. No, 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 no. Let me let me correct that. So Fred Van Vliet got a three-year, $130 million contract. Holy shit. That's a lot of fucking money, dude. Listen, I like him. I think he's a good player. But $130 million? Holy fucking shit. Let's do the math. 130. Divided by four. Or excuse me, three. It's $43 million a year, dude. Oh my god. Overpay for sure, but like, I don't know. And then they also signed Dylan Brooks to a four-year $80 million deal. It's a 20 mil a year. It's a lot of fucking money, dude. Dylan Brooks? Listen, I get Fred a little more. I don't really understand the Dylan Brooks one. I'm not really sure what the Rockets are doing. <laughs> like, they couldn't have gone for another small forward kind of guard or small forward who you know has has a you know who is who has their strengths in guarding as opposed to dylan brooks like are they just trying to make the most controversial fucking team ever <laughs> like they already got ime udoka as the coach now they're bringing dylan brooks in i just don't i don't know is that what they're trying to go for <laughs> they're just trying to move all of the controversy off of all the other teams combined and they're just like yeah let's just bring all the toxic energy here man it's just kind of wild um interesting though it's a very interesting build for that team um i i don't really know what to expect for that team i i really have no expectations honestly they could be they i I don't know (laughs) it's just it's just weird if they're gonna be if they're gonna be dog shit though oh man was it worth it who knows um, I just hope that the younger players like you know, Jalen Green and uh, who else is on there? Jabari Smith. Those guys can get, they can develop and you know, be better players going forward because those guys are still so young. Um, but it's uh, it's interesting. Their their kind of quote unquote rebuild is is so kind of out there. Uh, yeah, I just don't really know what to expect. But Jesus Christ, that's a lot of money being thrown at those players. Um, some other moves. Uh, let's see. Who else got signed? People either got re-signed. The majority of the players got re-signed. There hasn't been a whole lot of like chaos, really. Like a lot of like shit that's been going on. Um. Those are probably the biggest that I took note of. Bruce Brown going to the Pacers. That's a very interesting one. Two years, $45 million, dude. God, these players get so much money. They get paid so much money. It's crazy. It's fucking... It's, it's kind of ludicrous. You know what I mean? Like, I know the league makes a lot of money off of just, you know... You know, you know jersey revenue, ticket sales, everything like that. But damn, dude... It's a lot of fucking money, dude. 20 million. Think. Just think. Oh, I talked about this way back. This is like four years ago when I first started recording these. I was talking about uh, 
There's a player, Patrick McCaw. He was on the Warriors. He was not. He was not that good. <laughs> um, there's like a meme that he was like a kind of like a, the pre- the premier like ring chaser because he won with the he won with the Warriors uh, during the KD years, and then he went to the uh, the Raptors and won with them. Um, and I think he went to. I forgot. He might have gone to some other team and won a ring with them as well. <laughs> so it's like there's just like a meme that he he's yeah he's he has you know he's got rings. Um, dude was getting paid like two mil or something like that, two or three mil I think. Pretty you know minimal contract, but still, dude, two to three million dollars a year is something that most people will never ever see. Most people will never see a million dollars. Period. Like that shit is crazy, you know what I mean? It's 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 just it's wild. <laughs> it's just like how do you? It's just it's funny when people talk about there was so like Austin Reeves got signed. Um, he got a contract with with the, a new contract with the Lakers, four years, fifty six million dollars, and people are like, "Yo, that's a steal," and it is for for like NBA terms, it is. But that's still like twelve. That's still like like fourteen million dollars a year. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. It's 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 so much money. <laughs> it's so much money. It's ridiculous. Like no shit, people. No shit. Like lifestyle inflation is like not even. It's just like that's a joke. Like what? You, like how are you supposed to live with that much money in your bank account? Like of course you can invest it in whatever the fuck, but like, of course you're gonna be living to like a point where it's like, yeah, I'm gonna spend like a fucking, you know, <clears throat> I'm gonna spend a, ten k on some jewelry and just like yeah, just whatever. I'm just gonna go shopping right now. Just ten k, not without even just like blinking. You know what I mean? Or when players get fined for, you know, technicals at you know for complaining about the refs yeah it's fine it's pocket change it's just it's crazy it's just it's 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 really it's it's ludicrous if you think about it too hard but um i don't know it's it just whenever i look at these numbers like i'm just like what the fuck is even like jeremy grant 160 million for five years uh chris middleton 102 million for three years like it's just it's so it's a lot of money bro it's a lot of fucking money it's just hard to grasp right um i get it i understand they bring in the revenue it's it's compensation but it is just kind of crazy right um anyways yeah most most of the sign uh most of the signings are just Resigning players that they already have, um, and like this, the Lakers got a haul. They got a fuck ton of additional players. The Suns got some additional players as well. Um, but yeah, majority I would say are majority are just kind of like yeah signings and and stuff so it's not super not super exciting just a few kind of like outlandish shit out there which is kind of crazy um so yeah that's kind of the catch-up i don't really know what else what else we're waiting for what other players that we're waiting for um in terms of 
those that are free agents who haven't signed yet. Oh, I guess the big one. How the fuck did I forget? Dame requested a trade. The biggest, uh, the most obvious and the most consistent storyline that's happening right now is that he wants to go to Miami. Um, so that's something that's still in the works. I, it's, it's going to be interesting. I'm, I've been like, it's, it's, it's been time for, for the Blazers to blow it up. Really? It's, it just hasn't worked. They were decent at the very beginning of the season. And then they kind of fell apart at the end and they missed, completely missed the playoffs. I mean, they shut down Dame. They were just like, nah, this shit ain't, this shit ain't working. Uh, we're just going to kind of try to get a high level draft pick. And they did. They got, they got Scoot Henderson. Um, so that worked out. I think it's just a good idea to try to invest in, in the future. Um, like a younger core and everything. It just doesn't, I think it makes the most sense really. It sucks that it didn't work out with Dame, but it also it's more like, you know, a lot of the fault is with the management and the fact that they weren't able to get players to come to Portland, that they weren't able to make, like, really, like, good deals. Like, they got Jeremy Grant last year, and he's good, but he's not good enough, and they, they clearly weren't good enough with him to push them above a certain level. Um, and they were, you know, they were, you know, some they were bottom feeder team last year, so I I, I don't know. They're, they're probably going to be that way continue, going forward. I think it's just it's just going to be the case of them developing an identity with with Scoot and with you know I guess Shaden Sharp because he's shown some flashes. He seems like a very um, promising player, and that's probably the best direction at this point. And I think it, it would be cool to see Dame in a position where he can really compete again and Miami is certainly an option they made it to the finals right uh I just don't know (laughs) they're definitely not the best team uh and it's funny that I'm discounting them despite the fact that they made it to the finals I just feel that this past playoff run by them is kind of a flash in the pan situation I just think that all the stars aligned for them it just really worked out of course, you have to give them a lot of credit, like I have. Uh, but I, it, it's just hard for me to see that happening again next year, uh, just continuity-wise. If they're getting Dame, they're going to have to. You know, they're trading a lot of those key role players that they that were contributing uh, during their run. Uh, they already lost Gabe Vincent. He's going to the Lakers, and I know that's what you know. He's uh, you could argue like he's not that large of a role, but he had a good. He had a he had a really good run during this. Um, during the postseason, so I, I, I can't really discount that. Um, so uh, it's just kind of I don't know. It's it's a weird. It's going to be an interesting kind of match uh, for Miami if they get uh, if they get Dame. And I'm really trying to think of what other team. You know, he he obviously wants to go to like a contender, but it's it's going to be it's sort of hard for me to see like who else would be willing to take him on um i guess there's the celtics right that's probably another piece right where if they um but they also just signed they also just did like a big trade with porzingis and shit with marcus smart so i don't know i don't know it's 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 kind of up in the air it's like it seems like miami is the most obvious choice because he has vocally said that he wanted to go to miami um and there's just all these other links posting um 
showing that he does. It seems like he's he's leaning towards Miami and stuff. But it's all just a matter of like what the Blazers do. <laughs> like they, who knows? They might just end up trading him to like a a shit team. Um, excuse me, developing team. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, you never know. But that, that's probably the biggest uh, news from the past week for the NBA free agency, if you will. So. More things are going to come in the, in the upcoming weeks. Uh, I, I'm never really quite sure how long these periods last, but I'll be I'll be keeping an eye out for that. Any movements that happen, um, and yeah, so free agency, NBA offseason shit, always some exciting stuff. Uh, it's, it's cool. It's cool. I mean, it, it's fun to kind of see whatever drama unfolds off the court, even after the season ends. Uh, there's always plenty to talk about. So, yeah, I'll be uh, catching up on that um, if anything big happens. Um, so, yeah, and then I'll talk about anything else that occurs with, you know, Better Call Saul once I finish it. And, uh, and again, maybe Tears of the Kingdom, I'll be wrapping that up as well. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. Anyways, this has been Save the Semantics, signing off.